This week we'll be discussing the pure sexual tension and teen angst from our favorite WB show. Hello and welcome to Who Let Us Watch This, a podcast uh, where we talk about movies and miniseries from our childhood. My name is Jenny Glass. And I'm Elise Bess. And uh, this episode and season is sponsored by Scott Kasanovich and Kyle McGlade, uh, who is currently running for uh, city council? School board. School board. He's a substitute teacher in Council Plus Iowa. Um, gosh, what else is there to say? Avid runner. He, I think he does train co- track, coach track. Yes, they don't call it track. I know they don't. They, they have another word: cross country. That's a different thing entirely. Oh, I didn't do any track sports. and field. Oh, okay, yeah, like shot put. I think that's in there, yeah. And like short-term running, gavel, okay, stuff gavel? like that. Is it's that bad? I think I think that's wrong. I think it's not. That's the thing you throw. That's shot put. I think a gavel is something you hold court with. <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> that's what a judge has. Okay, nothing really to say about Scott. Scott. Um, he's a nice man. We don't want to make fun of him. Yeah, I'm kind of done making fun of Scott. Kyle, always new material. Provides <laughs> things to yeah. say. Um, but anyway, uh, this week, you know, I think it was just about time, um, to bring up a show that I think of all the shows, and I know that I I am hyperbolic often here, but. Of all the shows that shaped me, I think this one is probably the biggest one. Yet you haven't finished watching it in its entirety. I don't need to watch the whole show. I know the gist of it from seasons one through five and the finale. I just skipped the final season. I liked the college years. In the weird, like every 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 school themed show, they go to college and then they like do a good try, like showing them be in college, and then they kind of give up. Uh, we're talking about Dawson's Creek, by the way. Yeah, what an unceremonious segue um, into it. But yes, this is Gossip, Dawson's Creek. Gossip Girl did the same thing. Like the first year they were in college, they showed them like kind of being in college for the first couple episodes and then the second year like nate had a full-time job owning a a newspaper this isn't about gossip girl anyway it just like i don't know who nate is they give up i don't you i'm just saying so lucky so we're talking we're talking about dawson's creek of course um Mm -hmm. a classic television show from uh the golden years of the wb 9 to 2003 um i was a little too young when this show first came out i think i was Mm -hmm probably 10 or 11 and and i didn't watch it when it first came out it was something that teenagers watched and it was um i don't know that teenagers watched i think they did i had remember that older friend Jana, yeah that i've mentioned before she watched it well i so i caught it the summer between i want to say seventh and eighth grade 
They were, came on TBS. TBS. Yeah. TBS started playing uh-huh. four-hour blocks. Well, they first started off doing two-hour blocks, and that was very manageable. What we would do... You know, in, that's in, funny in, you mentioned that, because I remember thinking <laughs> they did start doing two-hour blocks. And then they had to speed it up so yeah. that it could end by the time they aired the real, the real series finale. But what we would do in my house is we would set the VCR timer. I to also record. recorded it on VHS tapes. Yes, because and when they went to the four hours, yes, there was no way to fit that in. No, we we had to give up. Yeah, it was four back to back episodes. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, we would record on the VHS, and then I was watching it, and then slowly my parents started watching it. Mm. So we would all gather at the end of a long day. Just watch a little sit, dot, just sit on their waterbed and <laughs> oh, God. What? It wasn't the slashy kind, but it was definitely not a mattress. But not we would all just like cozy up and just watch it. Slashy kind. Mm-hmm. Firm. It was a firm mattress. Um, I did not share Dawson's Creek with um, my parents. I, I didn't want to share it. I wanted to watch it alone. They just started liking it. I mean... I don't think my parents, I think if I asked my parents what Dawson's Creek was, I don't think they would actually know. But mm. it, so just to, I mean, for anyone who's tuning in that doesn't know what Dawson's Creek is, um, crawl out from the rock you've been living under <laughs> because this is a wonderful place. And I've, I've mentioned Cape Side, Massachusetts, yeah. a.k.a. the Outer Banks in William, yeah. Wilmington, me, North Carolina. Let me paint you a picture <laughs> of Boston yeah. in the summer. <laughs> uh, creeks and and weeping willows. Otherwise, something you would very routinely find in North Carolina. And it's weird because you can look at it, and I guess maybe I live close to North Carolina that I can tell, but like it's clearly North Carolina. Yeah, you can very, very easily tell if you live in Virginia or North Carolina or South Carolina, even yeah. for that matter, that that is That's not, not Massachusetts. Massachusetts. No, not to mention the just dearth of African Americans, even in the college years. And I know you're going to say Bodie, Brody, Bodie. Oh wow. Okay, because there's one African American character in the show, which is um. Which is very obviously meant to be like a uh, risque. risque relationship that Joey's on interracial, yeah, have they have an interracial baby, yeah, that everyone loves, but it's it's weird for them in the town to it's accept a, it. It's an interracial relationship. It's a right. mixed race baby. You don't have an interracial right. baby. Did I say interracial baby? Yeah, that I'm was sorry. weird. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. Anyway, just to paint a picture, Weeping Willows, Creeks, definitely not North Carolina. Cape Cod is where we are. Um, and, you know, it's just a couple, it's just a group of teenagers f- figuring things out. And I was also a teenager who found this show um, in the early 2000s, mm-hmm. uh, also figuring things out. And it was really... Uh, what I thought at the time was helpful. I thought that it was um, giving me lots of helpful information about what high school was going to be like. And as I got older and went to high school, I realized it had set me up for um, a lot of misery in what I was anticipating would occur. Yeah. Life is not like television. 
despite what we would desire. But the thing about Dawson's Creek was, was that to me it seemed believable. It did. Um, yeah. Do you want to? St- so one of the ways I think the best way that Elise and I thought to sort of talk about Dawson's Creek is because of the formative nature of the show. Mm-hmm. We wanted to talk about the ways in which the, the I guess what's what's a good way of saying this the opinions um, that they formed or uh, the incorrect assumptions we made based yeah. off the assumptions yeah. we made based off the show like how things were presented just didn't and really then, match and up then with how reality. things did happen yeah <laughs> um so let's start let's start with your first assumption that was uh, ruined Okay. Established and ruined. So I don't remember my understanding of gayness at that time. Mm -hmm. But I do know that this was probably the first show I ever saw that had a gay character. Mm -hmm. And watching it now, um, all I can think is, wow, it is very upsetting to everyone to be gay. It's unpleasant and it only brings misery to not just you. Everyone around you Every, wishes you weren't Everyone gay. around you is just... Yeah. Is, it's like it's hard for them. It is. To deal with it. It's hard. But and I, they're not going to accept you. And yeah. especially not your parents. It's going to be a struggle. Yeah. And even if they do accept you, it will always be that elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. They'll never fully accept it. No. Until your parent dies tragically. Yeah. Does Jack's parent die? Um, his his mother died tragically earlier. Oh, really, like he, before. I mean, that's like an offside. You know, not uh, no. Thing. Yeah. That was the brother. The mom's still oh, alive at the that's house. Right. She's the mom's crazy. crazy. <laughs> the mom, <laughs> which is basically yeah. Remember, um, the mom has lost her mind. Jane Eyre, like the crazy lady living in the attic. Like that's yeah. the mom. Can I dovetail off this really quick? Sure. Because I, as you were talking, remembered. I can't believe I didn't remember this. Probably the number one thing. Oh, bad assumption I took out of Dawson's. Creek oh yeah, depression is mental illness. Yes. is so poorly covered. Yeah, and as someone don't take your medication, you it know, makes you bad. And there's literally a scene of Andy taking <laughs> taking medicine that she's like taking her anxiety. Her like it's not even bad medicine. It's like no. it's depression and anxiety yeah. medication. Yeah, it's not like and antipsychotics. No, but and she's just taking mind, it. And she's like she's taking. Yeah. She's like, uh, Knowing that her personality is going to die. Like, imagine uh, Carrie or Claire Danes from Homeland, like, crying as she's in a manic state. That's the level of drama that's occurring because this girl doesn't want to feel suicidal anymore. Right. And as a – so at that time in my life, Mm -hmm. and obviously as I got older, too, I struggled with depression and anxiety. Sure. Same. Yeah. It was one of the things that we relate on. Mm -hmm. And and this show – uh, I would even say, I mean, I don't want to say to this day, but it it definitely for years and years uh, dissuaded me mm-hmm. from seeking mental help to the point where, like, in college and in high school, I just flat out would not – I was very closed off about seeking any mental help when I was in the dumps. And I, and I say the dumps as, a, like, a colloquial term, but, I mean, yeah. I was – like not feeling good, yeah, and and mentally in a very bad place. And it turns out that someone who is depressed also isn't themselves. 
right and isn't functioning at their best so i don't know but, why they couldn't talk but about because, that because because of the way it was treated in dawson's creek and i don't mean to put a lot i you know no one yeah. who no one who made dawson's creek is gonna watch this or listen to this podcast no. but like i don't mean to put a lot on them but they kind of ruined my perception of mental illness to the point where i suffered for years well i thought and that, didn't have to i thought that when i was initially watching it that there was something much worse going on with her and when we started re-watching it a while ago and all she had was yeah. depression no, and she's anxiety just, she's just i was nervous like, and has anxiety wow. she clearly is getting pan- is having panic attacks yeah and is depressed which is someone who has experienced those things um you're not crazy no and like but the thing was was that one of i think the biggest thing that i was going through at the time was that i thought that i was going crazy right and, I that and was no one mind. wants to go crazy and when i man when i tuned on dawson's creek mm-hmm. all fears were confirmed i was in you fact losing crazy. my mind and if i even dared seek help the entire school would turn against me mm-hmm. my my family wouldn't know what to do with me I would start seeing people Your because if you don't, acceptances do you remember, would be rejected. Do you remember how she um, she starts seeing her brother, her dead brother? No, I don't remember that. She starts hallucinating, mm. and it was just this really strange interpretation of like kind of schizophrenia, but she doesn't have schizophrenia. She clearly mm-hmm. has anxiety. Anyway, that it, was it. Was murky waters. It was definitely murky, and they were adding mud. Mm-hmm. and not making it any clearer but i think that um troubling yeah that's my that's my number one uh assumption that i took away from this show in my youth that that uh, definitely hurt me i've told people for years that this show ruined i i mean ruined my life is a little bit extreme because my life's not ruined but yeah it definitely held me back tainted you uh-huh for sure yeah when i talk when i talk when i say scars in but, this title, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. But rewatching kind of it, it's just kind of a joke. Like none of it's. It's just so cheesy. But anyway, so my parents and I were watching this show, and it was leading up to the big senior trip away. <laughs> and the, yes, the ski trip where Joey Potter mm-hmm. makes this big fucking deal. Mm-hmm. Out of losing her virginity. Yes. And before we watched the episode, my parents decided, because they knew it was coming, they it's could time. tell by the tone of the show. Yeah, yeah it was obvious. That, <laughs> that we should discuss when is the right time to have sex with someone. Can I ask you a question? Sure. How, were you were you a virgin when they had this Oh, yes. Okay. I didn't even know, like, how sex happened. Wow. Like, I knew it involved I guess that's true, penises and vaginas, but, like, I didn't know what they did with them. Like, do you just... Because if you think about it, in the 90s, they showed sex a lot in movies, yeah. but it would just like be a, a man, fade out. Yeah, a man on a knows. woman and, like, back scratching. Basically. Yeah. I guess if you were really only taking it from movies, that would be a really interesting perception of what... Or just, what... like, just like rock. Yeah. I don't know. Do you I know what I used to it. think the male erection was? What? For, like, at least... <laughs> at least until i was 12 what do you know how when dogs get an erection yeah <laughs> their penis like comes out yeah you thought it, like a ken doll it came out from like a ken doll area yes yeah. well no mm, i thought they had a penis yeah but i thought that the penis sort of like was almost like belly? banana peeled itself away wow. 
and then a flashy red oh. erection would come out, much like a, my dog, Mr. Biscuit. Oh, okay. And I had seen his erect, you know you what, know what? Yeah. many times. And so I thought I was an expert in what that was going to happen, That's what funny. that was going to look like. And this yeah. is also when I was straight and trying mm-hmm. to plan for, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, well. Uh, How'd the talk go? It was good talk. Awkward. It was mostly me just, I think, nodding. Was your dad there? Uh huh. It was both parents. It was both of them. Interesting. Basically, it was just about how consent. It was a conversation hmm. about consent about how it's they went in- straight to that. Well, no, not the mechanics. No, they didn't discuss that at all. What about any protection noted? Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Was it prior to your parents becoming? Yes. Born against? Okay. Well, they're not born again. They're just. They're just religious. Much more conservative and religious now. Than they were then. Yeah. Okay. Like, as a kid, I remember my father uh, reacting to something I said, that repeating something a friend said about um, interracial marriage. My friend had said, well, birds are birds, and birds of different kinds don't go with other birds. And his reaction was, well, that's stupid. We're not birds. Yeah. Good for your dad. Yeah. And then later on, I repeated that story. (laughs) <laughs> and then they kind of went back on it and said that if I was with someone of a different race, they would be uncomfortable by that. Okay. Well, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> going home is so fun. Um, <laughs> it was just about consent and about if you want to have sex, it should be because you want to. Like, if you have sex, you should want to have sex. Like, not because the other person does. And I yeah. think in the show, they did a really good job of showing that – Casey had already had sex, albeit he was raped by his teacher. That's um, debatable. It seems she's an adult. He can consent, but he's a child. It's not the. It's not real consent. She's an adult. Anyway, it was a, certainly an interesting plot twist for the first season of the show. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What was um, her name? What was the teacher? Don't know. Oh god. But uh, but Joey is definitely the person that initiates the whole thing, and Tanya. No, I don't remember. Um, and it's kind of romantic, but also kind of, you know, very high school. Very I also school. remember Pacey having very small nipples. Oh, he takes off his shirt? I remember him taking his shirt off. Maybe I'm just imagining that. Uh-huh. I don't know. But I remember, I remember there being some kind of weird, like, it wasn't going to happen because she didn't really want to. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, no, it's okay. And then she felt like because he said it was fine, now she's going to. I guess I remember it more romantic than that. <laughs> no. There was a fire. Yeah, there was a fire. And they even showed a condom being used, which was... I do, I do remember that, um, which is, good. like, good on Dawson's Creek I really part. enjoy when they do that on um, TV. Anyway, um, though, yes, that um, that leads to... So, for me, um, my parents, being that they didn't know I was even watching Dawson's Creek, I was secretly VHS taping this stuff and watching it after school. Um, I kind of, and it, maybe it's just more like an overall takeaway from the show. I thought this is what high school is going to be like when, not if, when will I have sex? When will I be banged? Which is crazy because Dawson, who's the title character. Dawson loses V, v card till college. Yeah. And it's basically like an afterthought that 
I yeah, they I like swear I they were like they forgot. They were like, oh wait, Dawson is still a virgin. A hundred percent, they forgot because he should have lost it to Eve, and everybody had already had sex. Yeah, and he gets in tons of situations where it would make total sense that he he would have sex. He was basically forty year old virgin. Yeah. And then they're like, they're like, they're, they're like three episodes. When, because when does he lose his virginity? It's like it's early in in that season. Um, who? Dawson. Oh, I don't remember. I just know it's to Jen, and they're yeah, already. In I college. think they feel like they just like get it out of the way. Like it means nothing. Yeah. It doesn't have anything to do. It's like yeah, and it's like they're yeah. clearly not going to have a relationship. Yeah. Um. But but anyway, to do it. I just remember, um, literally from every sexual moment that's in the show. Thinking like, man, I can't wait to have my first kiss with Joe. I mean Dawson. I mean Dawson. <laughs> Joey's a woman, also. Not Joey. I don't want to kiss Joey, but do I? Maybe I do. No, definitely not. But I did. That's my, and that's like my, my third one. Nice. That I definitely had a huge, huge, huge lady boner for Joey Potter. But I was not willing to admit it. And you know what I used to tell myself instead? Hmm. I just wanted to be like Joey. I think that a lot of people tell themselves I, I used that to lie. repeat that to myself during the show wow. when I would get very excited with the Ted scenes with her in it. Wow. And I would be like, you don't want to kiss Joey, you silly goose. That's crazy talk. Dawson, he's the one for you. Maybe that's why I hold on so tightly to Dawson and Joey, even though I, I know that they... Don't end up together. Yeah, and because I, they're not meant to be like and Pacey I know that, and Joey. That most people side with Pacey. I rarely find anyone that likes Dawson. Because he's a whiny little bitch. Yeah, but he was the one that I forced my feelings upon. Well. Because I wasn't willing to accept the fact that Joey Potter was smoking hot, which is super true. Speaking of not willing to admit and not understanding your feelings, mm-hmm. my third thing was that once you, I guess, get to a certain age or just in general... Mm-hmm. That you'll have the self-awareness to, like, know what you're feeling and and be able to communicate it to people. Because it seems like these people are so in touch with what's going on. They always know what they're feeling. They can always tell the other person. It really Mm -hmm. cuts to the quick, but it's Mm -hmm. also really confusing for me because I have a very difficult time with this, even now, and need processing time before I can go through anything, so... You know, I, w- I wish that I, my life could be written by, by a series yeah. writer. I know that this show Scripted. gets a lot of dings for, for the dialogue. Really? I think it does, yeah. The dialogue is great. I always thought the dialogue was wonderful and was really well written. I mean, I haven't but... seen Gilmore Girls, but I have to assume it's on that same level. I mean, they're obviously like, you know, they talk like 35-year-olds. Yeah. And I think another aspect of this, too, that I looked forward to was, like, the idea of having lifelong friends that I found in high school. And... Until you die of a weird heart well, disease. Yeah. Rip. Um, but I, my parents moved me to Yorktown in the eighth grade, at the very end of the eighth grade. And so I went into high school... And that was right when I started watching Dawson's Creek. So mm-hmm. I was like, and they were playing those four hour long episodes. And I was like, it was like summertime. So I had seen a lot. And I, mm-hmm. I was going in deep. Yeah. And when, man, whew, what a shock. Because <laughs> when I got to, to high school, it's not like that. No. No friends. No, Zero friends. No one is that intact with 
or in touch with their emotions. Let me tell you what I... Let me just stack up what I thought was going to happen, and then I'll tell you what happened. Okay. Okay. Thought was going to happen. Lifelong friends that knew me better than I knew myself. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? Um, Zero friends, except for just a handful of uh, what I would consider to be, you know, the class friends, people you just kind of talk to in class. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what I had, comparatively. This is going to get dark quickly. Wow. I mean, I'm already feeling <laughs> um, depressed. I know. I'm feeling depressed just thinking about it. If it makes Hi- anyone out there... High school is the worst time of your life. If it makes anyone out there feel better, college was amazing. I mean, it was much better. Yeah. And Elise had a great high school experience, and I had I mean, like, it was she had a shitty college it experience. It wasn't great. Flipped. I was just more involved in things. And then well, college, I'm sorry. I, wasn't, wasn't I had an amazing time in college. It was great. I was on a lot of clubs, did a lot of stuff. It was everything I thought it would be. So thought I'd have a lot of friends, had zero friends. Thought I was going to have my first kiss any day now, no first kiss. Thought I was going to bang, didn't get the kiss, so definitely didn't get to bang. Zero banging. Zero banging, zero kissing, zero friends. That's. <laughs> did you ever go to a party with alcohol? Zero parties, zero dances, yeah. zero football games. Really? Zero, zero, zero. Nothing happened. It was the worst four years that could have happened to me. By com- can you imagine for a moment? Just imagine. Just having watched that show at the sweet, innocent age of 13, 14 years old, expecting this great time to await you, and you get there, and it's just a bunch of conservative hicks. They don't want, they don't know you. Mm-mm. They're not kind of. They're not welcoming you at the lunch they table. They don't want to know you. They don't care about you or want to know you or want to get to know you. You're not one of the popular kids, and you're just, you know, getting by every day, and that's that's what high school was. Yeah, I did go to one party with alcohol. A little later, like my senior year, things started turning around. But by then it was like too little too late. Was it like a um, can't hardly wait style party? Um, no. It wasn't. More I of, had one beer. More of a just friends party. More of a ju- <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Definitely more of a just friends party. I mean, I wasn't like the fat weird kid. No, but it was that kind of party. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I've got my ten year um, high school reunion coming up. Um, well, hey now. I think. <laughs> I think actually, I think it's this year. Yes, it is. I yeah. brought it up several times. You always <laughs> tell me to shut up about it. <laughs> so my ten year high school, and I think like I here's what it, and it's funny because I've mentioned uh, since Kyle McGlade is the uh, one of the sponsors of the show. Kyle and I had this plan mm-hmm. that. He was going to rent, like, a Versace suit. And I... Were you guys going to Romeo and Michelle this not, sort of reunions? Not totally, but yeah. yes. He was going to rent a Versace suit. I was going to go to the bank and take out every dollar I had and get, <laughs> get it in, like, tens and twenties. <laughs> a couple of hundreds mixed in, you know, just yeah. for, for fun's sake. And then I was going to go, like rent or buy a like ralph you know like a really nice 
couture like couture gown. suit i was gonna wear a suit oh, okay. with a nice bow tie and i was gonna walk around and i was gonna call him like um like vincenzo and i would have some like ridiculous <laughs> idea of what i had invented kind of yeah. like romeo and michelle and then it, it so just this is romeo and michelle but, but here's the difference sure at one point in the evening uh-huh i take i'd say i'm gonna buy around or something like that i take out my money clip and all my money just <laughs> explodes and i say vincenzo pick it up immediately but that's all the money you have correct but where else am i gonna get a bunch of bills for the for it and then i just i say like he doesn't know what he's doing and then i i like help him and i'm like i've got to take him home he's (laughs) i'm sorry everyone and then and then we just exit with all my money still very much mine. What if they take some of it? They wouldn't do that. You don't know them. You just describe them as a bunch of hicks. I invented something that made helicopters get the lift <laughs> that they get. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know those like personal helicopters that people yeah. have? You mean a drone? Not a drone. Not a drone. Like a toy? Yeah, but a person fits. <laughs> but it's a person size. Oh. I invented that. Wow. I invented the propeller blade in how that. Many hours of flight have you logged? Oh gosh. Vincenzo, how many has it been now? <laughs> 4090? That's, that's a lot. 4090, I think. Wow. Yeah. It's basically my second home. Those mini helicopters. <laughs> You think I should go <laughs> to your high school reunion? Yeah. No. It was a terrible time. Yeah, I don't know why you'd want to. But I'm pretty sure. And I can, I, well, there's this one girl named Larissa who was always like really pretty and, you know. Yeah. You could tell she was going places. She married someone that invented like an app. She looks like she has a lot of money. And she might come back. But outside of her, I very well could be one of the more successful people out of that class. I don't think any of them did anything. I know some of them still work around town. I see them on Facebook. They're not doing anything. Remember that time we went to go visit your parents and we went bowling? And Yeah, Yeah, they're all there. That's the only thing to do there. You run into a lot of them there. A lot of townies. The townies in my high school used to go to the football game on Friday nights and then go sit in the parking lot of the Farm Fresh and they would sit in the bed of their truck and just like listen to music and hang out. Their Carhartt jackets. I don't know what that is. It's the camouflage jacket. No. It was very popular when I went to high school. Mm, They weren't that hicky. In my area. No, they they had like North Face and Columbia and stuff, but they would do that and sit in the Target parking lot, which was close to the Chick-fil-A and just like hang out. And I always thought that was a weird occupation. Ours um, hung out at the Wawa, the parking lot. Of the like Wawa. waiting for someone to buy them alcohol. I don't know if what they were waiting on. Um, no, I don't know. They're just that's where they hung out. They worked. Everybody who was popular worked at this car wash in town. <laughs> wow. And uh, <laughs> and they hung out at the Wawa. One time my mom was passing a construction site and mm-hmm. thought she saw Joshua Jackson, who plays Pacey, and so she 
yelled out the window, hey, Pacey. And I had to explain to her that he's like a very successful actor. Yeah, he does a lot of other stuff now. Yeah. I don't know if I properly... Well, I mean, I think I dug pretty deep into what high school, what I thought high school was going to be, and then what it ended up being. Basically, it was a lot of boring stuff. Yeah, I mean, it was boring. It was kind of sad, and then and I, no like, one and like wasn't... had any deep devotional no. conversations, or like when you went through something tough, knew exactly what you needed. Yeah, I mean, and then like I think the boot on just like on Dawson's Creek was mm-hmm. that like ultimately. I did develop this, like, gigantic crush mm-hmm. on someone that I really wanted to, like, reciprocate the relationship. And then it was, like, not a guy. So that made things weird in my mind. Because, again, being gay is sad. Right. Well. Oh, man. I lost my train of thought. I think it's a perfect segue, though, to um, hear about what you were watching this week. So, because we didn't do an episode last week, I just want to preface this. This is what I watched for two weeks. Yikes. Grab a seat if you are not sitting. It's going to be a real download. Two episodes of Once Upon a Time. Four episodes of Lethal Weapon. That finale was killer. So pumped for the renewal. Uh, six of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Two episodes of The Mick. I saw Beauty and the Beast with my sister for my birthday. Um, an episode of Blind Spot, two of This Is Us. Do not watch the Christmas episode right before you have to go to work. There are a lot of tears involved. Uh, three or so episodes of The Office, two episodes of Workaholics, two of Teachers, um, the documentary 20 Feet from Stardom, the movie Piercer, five episodes of American Housewife, two episodes of Goldberg's the movie Imperium uh, don't watch a movie about neo-Nazis with your windows open it's confusing for your neighbors uh, <laughs> six <laughs> six episodes of Mr. Robot wrapped up that season it is very dark um, but I enjoy it an episode of The Path an episode of Big Little Lies an episode of Trial and Error um the movie Fences, which was the most beautiful and well-acted thing. It was like, it was literally a masterpiece. It was a piece of art. It was great. Um, I watched the the finale of Victoria on PBS. So good. And I watched six episodes of Outlander. You also watched that show with me. What show? Big Little Pieces? Big Little Lies. I said that. No, no, oh. No, no. No, not Big Little Lies. The one that we watched on Netflix. Oh, yeah. I didn't scroll down far enough. We watched three episodes of Life in Pieces, and then I watched the movie Sully. I feel like like there's just... You work so much, I don't know when you fit this in. I'll be honest. I literally work, including driving, over 70 hours a week. Probably closer to... So if anyone ever told you that it wasn't possible to spend literally all of your downtime... With your eyeballs glued open to a television screen. They're wrong. Elise Vest is living proof of it. You just have to literally take it with you. Just got to be dedicated through every action. Bathroom. Kitchen. Dishes. Back to the bathroom. Laying down. Walking. Brushing your teeth. Fast forwarding when it's really boring. You have subtitles on. I don't have time for that. No Uh, one uh. does. No. I'll be honest. Imperium. Fast forward it through the ending part. I was like, this is dull. Well, that concludes another wonderful, or at least what I thought was wonderful episode 
Uh, I think this one got a little dark at times, but it also got pretty light, too. Similar to life. Yeah. And life on the creek. Um... <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> that was bound to happen. Yep. Um, anyway, uh, tune in next week. Uh, I'm not sure what we're going to watch, but I'm sure it'll be great. Maybe we'll actually watch Arthur like Maybe I tweeted we will. about. Um, but I um, have like a bunch of episodes picked out to watch. I'm sure it's going to be wonderful. Yeah. Can't wait. Um, follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Email us if you feel the need. Uh at w w l u w t podcast at gmail.com and if you want to follow us on our personal twitter accounts i am at elise fess matt j rose glass also please for the love of god write us a review you know we'd love to move up in the itunes charts despite the very 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 minimal amount of effort we put into this every week i would like yeah. to benefit from it um as always, thank you for listening. Thank Bye. you for listening. We'll talk to you.